Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another edition of the Burning It Down Racing Podcast. Today, we're going to recap the F1 race as well as the Truck and Cup race at Bristol. So, let's get straight into it. Uh, Lewis Hamilton won the F1 race on Sunday. There was some controversy in that race that uh, we will get to later in the episode. Martin Trix Jr. came out of nowhere to pull off a shocking win in the truck race at Bristol. And Joe Logano won the cup race at Bristol as well. Bristol finally got underway after a rainy Sunday and Saturday. No heat races, um, so the truck race was uh, decided with 39 trucks. Three had to go home, so Jessica Friesen, Ryan Newman uh, were two of the notables there. And uh, we finally were able to get it in, Ben. It seemed like it was not going to happen. Yeah, the rain was frustrating uh, throughout the weekend. They got um, both series got two practice sessions on Friday, and then Saturday rolled around. They got um, what was it like one or two laps in uh, in the truck, the first truck heat, and then they had to stop the race because of how muddy it was. It's unfortunate. Not a whole lot you can do when you got uh, these stock cars with windshields and the mud and everything. And they had a ton of rain the night before, and then it started raining again. And they called it pretty early on Sunday with the cup race. So we had a doubleheader on Monday. Um, so, you know, it was it was very interesting to see the the track change throughout the weekend. Bryson, yeah, I mean, we saw how much it rubbered up and how much that really kind of made it a single lane. And, uh, I mean, what do you think? Do, do you think they have the ability to work on this track? Because they did announce it next year that we'll talk about in a little bit for Bristol Dirt again to make this a multi-group racing. Yeah, I think they'll be able to. I think they learned a lot from... Monday's race, but yeah, multi-groove uh, racing needs to be something they got to focus on, um, and I and I think they will, and I think they'll fix it. But it did seem that it was really only one lane, um, and really the middle and the top lane were not working. It was just getting down there low to the white line and, and gripping that as well. Uh, Joe Logano winning on Monday uh, marked seven different winners in seven races. And that's the first time since 2014 since that's happened. Ben, could we see for the first time um, in the playoff format 16 winners? Uh, could that be what we see? And could drivers not make it based on uh, there being so many winners? I think there's a really good chance because you just think about how many of the top dogs from just the stars of the sport just haven't won yet. And it's funny. So 2014, uh, that seventh different winner actually was Joey Logano at Texas, if I remember right. So, does that mean that we're going to break the streak at Martinsville in two weeks? That could be it, but uh, I think it'll keep going. Uh, I think eight or nine might cap out at that. Um, if you get guys like Denny Hamlin or if Kyle Busch starts winning or Kevin Harvick, I think um, once those guys get their first win, they're going to start repeating, but I'd love to see it. Yeah, I, I do think it's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, you're right. Joe Logano was the seventh driver in 2014 to win. He was the seventh this year. I really uh, don't know if there is a championship favorite. Um, but as we move on, dirt ringers really struggled. While the asphalt guys found some good runs, um, Larson and Bell, who were definitely the two, and I think Kyle Larson going into Bristol Dirt, was the championship favorite after strong showings at Atlanta. Um as well as that win at Vegas. Uh, Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson got into a little bit of an incident, and both cars wrecked out. 
And man, Ben, it was kind of weird to see drivers like Joey Logano and Martin Truex Jr. and even Daniel Suarez, who are not known for their dirt skills, run up front and have chances to win. And Larson and Bell just couldn't keep it going and couldn't get it done. Yeah, their incident was was pretty surprising. I actually didn't see it on TV because I was listening on the radio um, when that battle was going on. But yeah, you think about two of the heavy hitters going in there that you thought were going to you know, just be dominant early. And if there was heat races, um, I think they would have won both of the ones that they're going to be in. But I was really surprised. You know, a lot of guys ran some modified races the weekend before or two weekends before. Bristol Dirk is when they were doing that. Um, yeah, Daniel Suarez, I don't think he even did any of that. I think he maybe did a test. Uh, I think I saw that on his Instagram last week. Finishes fourth. That was really cool to see. Ryan Newman, he's a he's a, a dirt racer. Um, that's what he grew up doing. Um, he would have ran the truck race, but got rained out. He finished his fifth, uh, but that's a really strong one for the sixth car. Eric Jones, ninth. I mean, not a dirt guy at all. Um, and Michael McDowell, you know, he's open-wheel guy. You'd see him on the road courses. He's had some short runs on the ovals. Finished his twelfth, so... Yeah, I mean, that was interesting. But going back to the Larson and Bell incident, uh, what do you, what's your take on, you know, I think Bell just kind of overdrove it, got sideways, and got into Larson. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think there was any malicious intent. I think Bell turned around, and in both races, Kyle Larson was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and that's simply what happened here. Uh, the 20 went right up and slammed into the 5, and Really, that that was the end of the day for it. Larson stayed out there, but the car didn't have the same speed. Um, so, yeah, I don't think there was any malicious intent, just a racing deal. Uh, but to your point, you know, Daniel Suarez had a really great race. He led 58 laps, and he was, you know, um, you know, doing really well and was holding his own. Uh, you know, and, and Ryan Newman as well, having a really good day for Roush. Eric Jones, that's a good run to see. And Michael McDowell's been impressive this year. Uh, he's having definitely the best season of his career so far. Ben, what's your take on Larson and Bell? I mean, I think it was a racing deal. Wouldn't you agree? I think it was, too. Uh, Larson was pretty pissed in his interview, which is pretty understandable. Um, I just – I really do like Bell. I think they're both great drivers, obviously. Larson's really good. Um, I think Bell just still – needs to learn how to run up front with these guys. I mean, the 95 last year was mid-pack. He'd have some good runs once every once in a while. Um, but, I mean, he's going to have to get used to it. But, uh, you know, I yeah, I mean, he's a dirt guy. He knows what he's doing. Both of them do. I think it would have been a good battle if this was towards the end of the race. Nothing malicious. Yeah, so during the cup race, it was announced that Bristol Dirt would return in 2022 for the spring race. Uh, ben, this is pretty exciting to see Dirt come back, but we talked about it a little bit before. What can they improve on? Would it be fewer laps, double file restarts for the whole race, or different tires? Uh, what do you think they can improve on for 2022, and are you excited to have it back again? Yeah, I think something that everybody can agree upon, um, from the fans to the drivers to the teams and everything, it's definitely fewer laps. I think if they want to add more to the heat races, I'm fine with that. But, I mean, what was it, 250 laps? That's just way too much. I think by the time the the track is so rubbered in, it's just it just comes even more of a single-file groove. So less laps would be great. And, of course, they can't control the weather. Um, but uh, I think it would make it way more entertaining, personally. Double-file restarts, I could definitely see keeping them single file. I'm not sure about you, what your thoughts on that are. Yeah, I think fewer laps for sure. This race seemed really long. 
and at points in time seemed almost tedious. Um, I do not, I didn't like, something I didn't like was the um, competition caution at lap 150. I, I think there should only be one. I don't think we need two of those, um, especially with Suarez was out front. He probably would have won the stage if it wasn't for um, the competition caution. Um, so I do agree, fewer laps. I think, listen, double file restarts, I think, honestly decided this race because Ricky Stenhouse came home second, um, but they were single file. And I think if it was double file, Ricky Stenhouse probably could have won the race. But instead they were single file, he had to come from fourth, and he just was unable to get up to the top spot. Um, and I honestly think single file restarts are something that um, – uh, takes away from the sport. It is a negative. So, um, I think double file for sure. Different tires. I think the tires worked out really well. Um, but also, if it rains, we got to figure out a better technique uh, to keep the dirt, you know, situated so there's not any more mud. Well, yeah, the truck series did double file restarts, if I remember right. Um, so, I'm not sure why they had the cup guys do it. Is, is that right? Trucks did double file? Yeah, they did do double file. And the cup did it because... The dirt was kicking up a little bit, um, but that was that's part of it, you know. So I don't really know. I think NASCAR just was looking for safety, so there wouldn't be as much dirt kicking up. But I'm not, I'm not really sure. Well, yeah, and I think if again this goes back to having less laps, I think if you do less laps, the dirt is going to be in a better condition for a better part of the time. Because again, I think once they passed a certain lap um, count, I think just the t- the track just got way too bad as far as it just being so dry and everything. So I think that ultimately would fix a lot. I mean, teams would have to do less tires. Um, you know, the tire wear would probably wouldn't be as aggressive because the dirt wouldn't be so packed down and so rubbered. So I think that would fix most of the problems, in my opinion. Another question for you, Ben. Do we need more dirt races um, on the cup schedule? Um, I'm not sure. I think let's keep... Bristol on for next year and see how the next gen car does on dirt. Um, kind of go from there. I think it would be nice if they were to do one more to have a proper dirt track, whether it be to go to Knoxville or if they can work out a deal to go to Eldora, which Tony Stewart sounds like NASCAR wasn't interested in doing that when they left the truck series race. I don't know something to get a proper dirt track. So it can be a little more of a organized situation. I think that would be ideal. Yeah, I don't think we need any more dirt races. I honestly almost feel that uh, Bristol should just be on the Oval and Eldora should be where they go for the dirt races because uh, Eldora is more equipped than Bristol for dirt racing. Uh, but we'll have to see because it seems like the relationship between Eldora track owner Tony Stewart and NASCAR is rather strained. Um, so we'll, we'll just have to see there. Uh, moving away from Bristol, we go to Bahrain in the Middle East, talking about the F1 race. Now, Lewis Hamilton holds on to win. He beats Max Verstappen to the line. But honestly, there was some controversy, wouldn't you say, Ben? Both drivers were going at it. Max Verstappen gets around Hamilton, but a penalty would make Verstappen drop back to second, and Lewis Hamilton would be able to hold on to the win. Ben, thoughts on the penalty? You saw Hamilton go kind of off the track the whole race. And Verstappen does an overtake, and then they make Verstappen give up the position. 
So what are your thoughts on the penalty? And really, what are your thoughts on the whole situation? Yeah, so I, I want to say it's turn three or four in Bahrain. Um, there's this part of the track that you can run off. There's a curb, and then it, there's a ton of runoff after it that drivers can use. And that form rule is you can't have all four tires off the racing groove. And if you use that um, and you gain a spot, then you have to give it back. So basically what happened was um, Hamilton and Verstappen going at it, and uh, Hamilton goes in um, – is trying to defend his position and kind of runs Verstappen off the track a little bit. And he, all four tires do go, or excuse me, so Verstappen was trying to get around Hamilton. Hamilton runs him off and uh, Verstappen's all four tires go off as he makes the pass. So it's interesting because like you said, Hamilton was kind of using that groove. I mean, I, I don't know. I think we saw a video that counted like 25 times or something like that, that he went off all four tires on that part of the track and uh, they didn't penalize him. So I'm not sure if they were making the same call, if other drivers were using that part of the track going all fours and they weren't calling it and they had to make the call because Verstappen was um, going for the pass. I think that'd be um, my take on that. And I guess I'd have to see more footage of drivers if other drivers were going off right there. Yeah, I honestly disagree with the penalty because um, I think that uh, Verstappen was forced up, and ha I think Hamilton forced him up. Uh, but at the same point in time, he can't go back now. Verstappen did have a chance, though, to get back around Hamilton. I, I just think he might have used it all up trying to get around him that one time. Um, but honestly, I mean, this was good to see, Ben, for the F1 race. I mean, we really haven't seen a close finish like this in a while. But wouldn't you say that it almost feels like Mercedes was not the team to beat. It was Red Bull. And Verstappen looks like he could compete for a championship this year, wouldn't you say? Yeah, Red Bull's definitely got some good momentum coming in with Sergio Perez as their second driver replacing Albon. And Max is going to be really good. I mean, he was my pick uh, last week, so unfortunate for that and everything. But yeah, they're really getting so close to taking the battle of Mercedes. And I, I'm really excited to see how this is going to play out. And, um, also, that battle for the third best team on the grid, too. I think McLaren's going to be really good this year. They got a great driver lineup. Aston Martin, we'll have to see if they're taking a step back with uh, Seb and everything, with him moving over. Um, and, you know, we'll have to see. I mean, they had a pretty rough race with uh, Seb and Lance Stroll. So it's going to be a really good season. And uh, I'm excited to um, see how everything plays out as they are going to have the rule change next year. Yes, yeah, some other notable finishers. Lando Norris for McLaren comes home fourth. That's a very good run for the young driver. Sergio Perez, who had an issue on lap one, comes from pretty much last to finish fifth. Charles Leclerc in sixth for Ferrari. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo, seventh for McLaren. Carlos Sainz, also uh, a good run for Ferrari in eighth. Uh, but a big talking point, Ben, is Yuki Tsunoda finishing ninth. His first race with Alfa Torre is going to get him points. Ben, this has to be a good feeling for AlphaTauri, as well as Yuki Tsunoda, as it looks like he is definitely the future of the sport. Yeah, I really like the edge that he has when he drives. I talked about that uh, in last week's episode, him going over to AlphaTauri. And, uh, I mean, they got a really stout driver lineup when we were talking about it before the show. I mean, him and Pierre, I think, are going to put together a really good 
season. I don't think they're necessarily going to be the battle for the third best team, but maybe fourth or fifth in the constructor standings. But Pierre had a rough race. Um, I think he got his front wing clipped and he DNF'd. But I mean, I think I think Yuki can put together some some more kind of explosive finishes. I, mean, I maybe even get up in the top four or five. Um, but I think Pierre will be a little more solid just because he's got more experience throughout the year. But I think they're going to have a solid year. Yeah. Um, also, another question for you. Do you think Ferrari's going to turn it around? They had a really terrible season last year, almost abysmal. But Leclerc and Sainz were able to get in the top ten and get points for the team. Um, I don't know how long it's been since both Ferrari drivers have been in the top ten and have gotten points. Uh, but do you think Ferrari's – uh, turning a new page and that they're going to kind of get back on track this year? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm going to need a little more of a sample size just like everybody else does. Um, see how they progress through the season. I think they hopefully just get more points finishes. I think that's going to be a goal. Um, you talked about before we started recording about them just possibly changing their mindset uh, and seeing if you know they're going to just focus on and see what they got, just take inventory on where their speed's at and just go from there versus trying to push more than what they have. Okay, well, we're going to head into the uh, show wrap-up. Definitely a lot of great things we got to talk about. No picks this week because there's no racing this weekend, which is is strange. Uh, Definitely something that we look forward to, but there's no racing this weekend. Um, The Cup Series takes a week off, and they'll be back next week at Martinsville, Friday, Saturday. Uh, and F1 will not be back for about three weeks. Um, so, Ben, any final thoughts? Um, it's been a good racing weekend. I was able to tie you up uh, at two apiece when it comes to our picks with Lewis Hamilton winning at Bahrain. Uh, ben, final thoughts. What are you looking forward to at Martinsville in two weeks? And this is something we're going to talk about quick, but NASCAR is going to be testing some rain tires at Martinsville. So we'll have to see... But maybe when the next gen car rolls out, if they're going to run some rain tires, and that'll save us a lot of TV delay time and um, more of our Sunday to be able to watch racing. So I'm excited for that. Um, it'll be nice, a uh, little break from racing, but I think Martinsville's going to be great. I'll have to see if uh, the Wayne Street continues. Yeah, we'll have to see if we'll get an eight different winner in eight races. Uh, Martinsville one is one of the best tracks on the circuit. Uh, ben, it's been a lot of fun getting to sit down and talk to you. Uh, But this has been uh, the Burning It Down Racing Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you in two weeks.